Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. John Hansen in for Lisa Dent on WGN. We got on this topic. Uh, we started it late, uh, late at the end of the show yesterday about songs you'd be embarrassed to find if someone found out that you loved. All stemming from an article about a new app coming out where they're going to partner you with people, a dating app based on your musical tastes. We're playing Shania Twain because the 708 texted, My now ex-husband loved the song I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. I thought that was extremely bizarre for such a manly man. Is that what led to the divorce? I don't know, because I kid you not, one minute later, we have a text from the 847, Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. So I think your ex is uh, also a WGN listener. You probably got that habit while you were together and married. You're both still listening and chiming in on the same subject. But uh, uh, 312-981-7200. We're going to get to Janelle Iacchino in just one moment. I want to get to Grace, who's been holding on through the news. Grace, how you doing? Yeah. Welcome to WGN. Oh, thank you. I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. And my song, my song is Teen Spirit. I'm 75, and I love that song. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, Are you going to sing a little bit for us, uh, Grace? No, no, I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, nothing wrong with 75 and rocking out to a little Nirvana. That's awesome, Grace. There you go. Still I'll young. never at, stop. Yeah, you're still young at 75 and young at heart, and I love it, Grace. Thanks for calling, okay? You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, uh, you too. I was in for Dave Hochberg. Dave Hochberg? David Hochberg. Why? I've never called him Dave Hochberg in my life. Good old Dave. Good old Dave. He doesn't look like a Dave. He looks like a David. I was in for David Hochberg on Saturday for Home Sweet Home Chicago. And Janelle Iacchino, who I've heard many times, I finally got to meet in person. And we talked about all things bugs. And the phone lines went insane. She's from Rose Pest Solutions. So I thought we got to bring her on when I'm in for Lisa. Janelle, before we get started, first of all, hello. How are you doing? Hi, my friend. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. What is your song that you, you seem like a hip person. What's the song you'd be embarrassed if uh, all of our listeners found out you secretly loved? Oh, man. I got a couple of them. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a musician, so my music interests are like vast. But the first one that comes to mind is by Yes, the band Yes, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Owner of a Lonely I, Heart. Oh, my God, Janelle. <laughs> I I will break out into air drums, like lip sync. I will act it out. Like I, that is a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, that one I think fits the bill. I mean, it's not a bad song. It's just it's it doesn't fit you, Janelle. It, it rocks though. Oh, it rocks. Are you doing the air guitar right now? Yes. How did you know? <laughs> or the drums? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There we go. All right, Janelle Iacchino, Uh When you, I was, I'm not surprised. I mean, you talk about something we all kind of deal with in our homes, our condos, our apartments all the time. But the phone lines went right. off the hook when you were on on Saturday. Um, and then you told me after the show something I had no idea that Rose Pest Solutions can trace its roots back to like the Civil War. Do I have that memory correct? <laughs> Yeah, so it's crazy. So technically, our very first customer was Abraham Lincoln. No, um, Mr. no, yeah, that's an Mr. old, uh, that's Mr. a wives' Rose. tale, right? No, it's 
super true. And if you actually, if you go onto our website and our blog, I have a full like pictorial timeline history of our company too. It's fascinating. Um, but Mr. Rose, Solomon Rose was a chemist back in mid 1800s. And um, I mean, who, I couldn't even imagine what life was like back then, mm, but a lot of bugs. He created ar- he, yeah, he created arsenic and he was contracted by um, Abraham Lincoln's Union Army to protect soldiers because they were getting bitten by rats in tent camps. Oh, and wow. they also had they had outbreaks of body lice, which is disgusting to talk about on the air, too. But, you know, this is a theme with me, evidently. Um, Mr. Rose, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rose created this paste. It was like a body paste that took care of body lice. And he was so successful with the rats that it caught headlines across the nation. Wow. That's, that's awesome. How, that's how the business started. All so right. We can literally say we've been handling rats in the United States longer than any other company because we're the first documented pest control company. All right. There you go. Okay. What are the bugs people are worried about now? I know it hasn't, you know, it was dry for a long time, so the mosquitoes mm-hmm. weren't bad. We've had a lot of rain lately. What are you getting calls for recently? Mm-hmm. It's all stinging insects right now. The yellow jackets are out and about, and um, a lot of cicada killer wasps and cricket hunter wasps too. I didn't get to talk about those on Saturday, but what are they? That's another thing. Where those are like the the blue black, almost shiny iridescent hornet looking wasps. Okay. And they're they're creepy and scary because they their wings they're a little bit bigger, and the way they move their wings are really like spastic and. Um, they so you remember how I was talking about um, cicada killers mm-hmm. and how they plant their eggs inside cicadas. So cricket hunter wasps do the same thing except with crickets. Oh, that's gross and disgusting. If you see, <laughs> I kind of asked this about all these sorts of ones that look a little scary and and might be in fact a little dangerous, especially for kids or if anyone's allergic. Mm-hmm. When do they? When should we call you when we spot one of these things flying around, or do we have to visually see a nest before you want someone to call you? What What's that threshold? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I, I mean, everybody's got their own threshold. And, of course, if you've got someone who's allergic in the house, you can't wait until you see a whole hive. You know, it's if you see one, call us because one is too much to have around. But um, there are it's good to know that there are solitary stinging insects as well as um, those that have hives and nests. And sometimes we can't see the nest because they might be underground. Uh-huh. And uh, um, there are types of wasps yellow jackets and and whatnot that can um, dig a hole underneath, you know, your plants and stuff like that, your bushes, and you can't see the nest, but you might see them zipping in and out of that hole. That's a good time to call us because you don't want to be coming out your front door and then you're you're getting attacked by things, or you don't also... (laughs) Take care of it for sure. We can help. RosePestSolution.com. What's the phone number, by the way? 1-800-GOT-PEST. 1-800-GOT-PEST. You're not going anywhere. We're just taking a quick break. Got some questions on the text line already. Call on in. What's going on with your bugs that you need to ask Janelle Iacchino about? 312-981-7200. We'll do that after we look at weather and traffic. Mayor, how are we doing on a Friday afternoon? All right, 720 WGN 250. Janelle Iacchino's here from Rose Pest Solution. Uh, Janelle, you ready for some kind of rapid-fire questions? we got a ton of them. Yeah, let's do it. This is fun on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it is. On Saturday, you get a little bit more time. Here we're going to fly on through. Steve, what's your question? 
Hey, I got a question. I got a lot, it's a little tiny black or brown ants that came into the house, and they're even in the lawn along the sidewalk. How do I get rid of them? Black ants, little tiny ones, Ooh. Janelle. Yeah, you, know, that you probably got a colony on the property. The heat and the rain will cause them to, to flood out and look for higher ground and, and move their nests and, and whatnot. Um, the best way to handle that, obviously, is first of all, proper identification. We can come out and take a look for you and prescribe the best mode of action for you if you'd like. Is it a bad idea just to kind of roam around a, a big box store and start spraying things everywhere if you don't know exactly what you're looking at? I mean, there's not a one-size-fits-all thing for for pests. You know, there are probably ten different common species of ants that we see in Chicagoland, and every single one responds differently. You can't just depend on the trucks that you can get at the hardware store. The scientific expert uh, mentality is what you're paying for when you hire someone actually actually take care of it at the root for sure. Okay, thank you very much, Steve. Let's go to Barbara. Barbara, what's your question? My question is: I think I have. Indian meal moss in my cabinet. Nice. I, I lived in this house 40 years. I've never seen these things. And I cleaned out cabinets. I threw away uh, food storage, everything, and they're still mm-hmm. hanging around. Literally, Ooh. they like hang. They're hanging. They're literally yeah. hanging around. They will form almost like a spider web looking material up in the ceilings, and that's where they, they hatch out. So it's a type of stored product pest, and they're going to be after seasonings, cheese, any kind of dry grains like rice or cereal, the forgotten bag of cake mix that you have shoved in the back of the cabinet. So cleaning, she said she threw them out, though. Yeah. Did you, when you repackaged everything, did you put them in Tupperware or tightly sealed bags? I actually. I actually did. I have them, like, you okay. know, I bought the cereal boxes to put in. Mm. Yep. What about, um, what about a sack of potatoes, or um, have you checked, have you moved your stove or un- under the fridge, maybe? A lot of times there's debris under there that mm. they'd be going after. Well, that I haven't done, and that's p- probably possible. My refrigerator is 20 years old, so yeah. <laughs> there could be a lot of Yeah, it's, it's not easy to move, but if you can get a vacuum attachment, like a skinny one underneath there, and just see if you can suck up any crumbs and stuff, that might do the trick. So you're saying the only way to get rid of them is to get away, get rid of any food source that's get hiding. Get rid of the source, yes, they, yes. They won't hang out if there's no more food, Barbara. So exactly, do, do what yep. you can. But uh, uh, Janelle, give the phone number one more time for uh, Barbara and everyone else yeah, listening. Yeah, feel free to call us too. One eight hundred got pest. One eight hundred got closest office. Yep. All right, Barbara, thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you so much, Janelle. Yeah, thank, thank you very you. much, Barbara. Okay. Um, 708 wants to know, can you ask uh, Janelle about fruit fly infestation? We have no fruit, moisture. We've tried everything, putting out all the traps, ACV, spray, alcohol, lavender. They're still here. Mm-hmm. And then there's an emoji of someone crying. Can we vacuum or, oh, ste- <laughs> can we vacuum or steam clean them? Help, the- help miss. No. Okay. So this is something that just happened to me personally. So I, I can speak for like, I totally didn't think of this as an option because I'm a neat freak too. But um, my sink drain was had a bunch of gunk in it. And I actually had to have my landlord come and disconnect the U-joint because the, there was a bunch of food at the bottom of the pipe and they were breeding inside my kitchen sink. And you can't see that because, you know, I have strainers on both sides, too. And I keep, you know, make sure I always toss the food out of those every every time I do dishes. But it was down there that they were able to breed. And anytime I wasn't using the water in the sink, that's when they were emerging and flying out. 
They were breeding. So you, had a, you, had, you had a brothel, a fly brothel in your sink? That is disgusting. Uh, okay. It's life. Oh, yeah, that is life. All right, 847 wants to know, hello, I have mites coming up for my tub drain this week. What should I do? Mm, you can keep a plug in your drain so that nothing can come up there. I know my mom always did that. We had earwigs that would come up through the drains all the time, and those creeped me out. Um, but if plugging it up isn't good enough, um, you might consider um, taking a look in the basement because that's where a lot of moisture-driven pipes originate, and they can come up through piping that way or in floor drains that way. And getting a dehumidifier in your basement is always a good idea to control the humidity levels in your house, which will ultimately prevent pests. Yeah, six. Um, and also, also think about a preventative service too. It doesn't hurt to do that. No, for sure. You guys can always at least identify what's going on and put a professional touch on it. Six three zero wants to know whatever happened to lightning bugs. It's been years since I've seen any. We have a couple in my neighborhood in the backyard. What is up with the lightning bug uh, bug drops? You know, it's interesting because I I was out in DeKalb a couple weeks ago and the the fields were just lighting up with them. So I think there's areas where they're prevalent, but others where they're not. And if you think about all the populations of bugs this year, everything was kind of delayed. So they, you know, I, as I was saying just the other day, I haven't heard cicadas, but then somebody in the suburbs was like, I think it was Elmhurst. They were like, oh, it's deafening out here. Uh, so I think things are just emerging in different waves this year because of the weather pattern. Yeah, I heard somewhere, this might not be true, that the over mowing of our lawns and pruning, it, it hasn't provided a lot of spaces for them these days to have larvae and to really develop. That's where they used yeah. to hide out. Look at me. I sound like a bug expert. I think more than anything, it's the moisture. The lack of moisture this year has really prevented them from hatching out. And um, that's every insect that I could think of needs moisture your moisture to survive. So right, we got, that's what they're after. We got 45 seconds, just enough time for a quick question and a quick mm-hmm. answer. Ashley, uh, pressure's on. What's your question? <laughs> we have a lot of these little gold moths throughout our house, actually not in our camp, uh-huh. kitchen or pantry. And we can't find mm-hmm. the source. Or what would be bringing them? Little gold moths, Janelle. Okay, yeah, those are those could be webbing clothing moths, um, but those type of, types of moths will also be attracted to dried flowers, pet hair that has collected in, in behind baseboards, um, dried things like taxidermy, um, random things like that. So. I guess for like they don't have a pattern on the wings; it's just golden, like an iridescent color. Yeah, it seems like it's just golden. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a clothing type of a moth. Yeah, we can help with that for sure. I was going to say, all these questions, ultimately, I'm like, if it's really bothering you, call a professional. Don't uh, spend three months coming up with solutions that don't ever work. Uh, RosePestControl.com. One more time, the number, Janelle? Yes, 1-800-GOT-PEST for a free quote. All right. All right, Janelle, this was fun. We'll do it again, okay? Hey, take care. That's the uh, bug lady. You hear her Saturday mornings, home sweet home, uh, with David Hockberg on uh, Saturday mornings at 10. All right, quick break, then uh, we'll have the news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom next on WGN. (laughs) 